Welcome to the Intentional Leaders Podcast. We are on episode 75, Moving from Peer to Boss, How to Embrace Your New Role. Hi, I'm Cindy, an educator, certified coach, and passionate learner on all things leadership related. It seems like just yesterday I was fresh out of grad school, wanting to make my way in the world, longing to make a difference to people, to team, to the business. Little did I know how challenging it would be. Fast forward several decades later, I've made a career of leading while teaching and coaching thousands of leaders to be at their best, most effective selves. Along this journey, I've captured so many insights, lessons, and techniques on how leaders become amazing, and also as leaders, when we get it wrong. I'll share them all right here because I founded Intentional Leaders to provide easy access to these kinds of lessons and equally important to help you build the presence, confidence, and credibility you need to be the leader that everybody wants to work for. Because I know leadership has its challenges, but learning to lead shouldn't be one of them. We tend to get promoted to being a manager for two reasons. One is we were an outstanding individual contributor and someone or us thinks we'd be a great manager or we've been in an organization for a really long time and we have a depth of experience and we get promoted because of it. Either way, we move into management and once we were a peer, now we're the boss. This shift is tricky. Because we may think, no big deal. I'll just keep being me. It'll all work out. Or we may think, this won't be a problem at all. That team, they'll understand my new role. They'll respect the change and me. Or we could think, hey, I've worked hard for this. They better respect me. And I do remember the shift for myself and my friends. I did have friends on my team. And I think for me, it was a combination of all three of those thoughts somewhat simultaneously. Sadly, there were some missteps on my part, partly because I lack clear boundaries between work and life. I always have. And sometimes this has served me very well. I've had some wonderful, deep and connected relationships. And other times it's been problematic. But at all times, I am the one to own it. When I am the boss, I have to own the responsibility for the boundaries or the lack of the boundaries and how this affects my team performance and the sense of cohesion on the team. Also, a sense of fairness and inclusion. So now it's on you to own the new role and the changes that come with it. Rather than hoping it'll all be just fine, expect some practical and emotional impact from the shift. And just know, that it can be fraught with some big danger zones. So when I think back on the lessons learned and the pitfalls that can really affect you as a new manager, I know they affected me. We're gonna consider how to embrace your role with focus and with clarity. Embrace represents seven characteristics of things you can do to make the transition from peer to boss smoother. The E in embrace is empathy. Whether you realize it or not, 
Your relationships are going to shift emotionally when you move into a supervisory role. By definition, there is now a power imbalance. With you having more power, and of course, your coworkers, now your direct reports having less. No longer are you just commiserating with the team about the company or your manager or about other people. You now have a duty to achieve the goals. So for your former friends, and I'm not saying they can't be friends anymore, but this is going to be a little bit awkward and a little bit intimidating because you are going to need to shift some of those boundaries, which we'll talk about in just a little bit. But you need to understand that because you can be transparent and talk to your team about it, which shows courage and builds trust. But recognize there is a shift in the relationship and not everybody is going to feel awesome about it. And that's okay, especially if they wanted the job and they didn't get it. Empathy is about social awareness. It is about understanding people's emotions, recognizing them and honoring them. The M in embrace is mutual purpose. Just know that a team becomes knitted together when they have a united mission, a common goal. You can create the sense of purpose and collective team spirit to help those on your team, but especially with those that maybe you formerly were not as close to. Your role is to ensure that everybody feels a part of that team, that there isn't an in and an out group. That was one of my pitfalls when I was first a manager because I had some people that I was definitely closer to. They were more clear on the mutual purpose because I talked more with them about it. My missed opportunity was getting the whole team together focused on that. I should have done that much more quickly. Your team may have goals that are already established for you, either by your manager or by the company. If so, you can still unite them around some kind of mission that has to do with service or quality or your customers, etc. The B in Embrace stands for boundaries. Once you go into a supervisory role, you have to understand what you can and cannot share with your employees. This is going to be a tough one because probably when you had a relationship as a peer, there wasn't any kind of constraints or restraints on what and how you shared information with each other. But now you're going to have access to both more and different information on the organization, some being really sensitive and confidential. You must treat this information with care. Brene Brown calls this the vault. When she talks about trust, she talks about needing to protect what someone has shared, the things that we don't share that are confidential. We don't share them inappropriately. And this goes for individuals, but it also goes for our relationship with the organization. Boundaries has to do not only with sharing information, it also has to do with your relationship outside of work. Make an agreement about what, if any time, is spent on discussions about work especially when you're outside of work and be really clear on what those boundaries are. That will eliminate some stress. The R in Embrace has to do with responsibilities. As a new team leader or supervisor, yours and their responsibilities must be clear. Make sure you know the three most significant goals and responsibilities for you and your team. Know what's expected of you from your manager and organization. Because by knowing this and being really crystal clear on it, 
These responsibilities will give you focus and direction, and it's also the platform on which you'll coach others to succeed. It is also the way that you can create that common purpose I talked about earlier. The A in Embrace is about accountability. You are no longer an individual contributor being accountable for high performance. You're responsible for getting work done through others. That is a big shift. For all of us that are high performers, now being responsible for the performance of a team can be so stressful. You have to set clear expectations and provide autonomy with support and then foster accountability for results. And the first time someone lets you down or doesn't follow through or complete an assignment or they demonstrate poor quality or poor behaviors, it's going to be on you to provide guidance and feedback. And this will likely be awkward. Just know it is, but know it's a part of what you signed up for. So it is going to be awkward for you and for them, but it's something that you must tackle. And it can be done in a way that's respectful and supportive, but you are now accountable for the team. The C in Embrace is about communication. Communication means being clear and candid, and this is going to be significant and it will help you establish your new relationship with your direct reports. It means being clear on roles and goals and expectations, but also the progress and result. It means cascading important information to everyone on the team and also asking questions to clarify their understanding. You're now part of the communication system of the organization, so how you operate affects the engagement and the motivation of your team. Most people that I work with and teach are frustrated by a general lack of communication, and they tend to be disappointed in the quality of the communications they receive. So it's your job. Give it consistently and do it with high quality. Get feedback on how and what you're communicating. And I would put a real emphasis here, seeking guidance and honing your skills, both verbal and written, because communication is two-way. You want to provide opportunities for your team to ask questions about the organizational strategies, the plans, the goals, and everything that is important in the organization. You are now part of that system. Finally, the E in Embrace is Evaluate. This is a great opportunity as you transition into a new role to evaluate your network. As a new leader, it's a time not only to strengthen your bond with your team, but with your professional network as well. That means inside and outside of the organization. Because you're going to be in a different relationship with your former peers, you're going to need to be cautious about commiserating on things like management or the company or other people within the company. You represent leadership, which means you have to support it and not unintentionally undermine it. Seek out those new relationships. Find a mentor. Engage with others who can help you grow from a technical industry and leadership standpoint. And in some research, about 68% of managers don't like managing. For many, the dislike comes from feeling alone and lacking answers or a support system. So don't go it alone. Find new outlets for your professional and for your personal well-being. So if you're a first-time manager or if you're looking to manage people for the first time, don't use hope as a strategy. Be intentional in your new role and use the EMBRACE acronym, Empathy, 
mutual purpose, boundaries, responsibility, accountability, communication, and evaluating and expanding your network. These seven things can create a credible and positive experience for you and those around you, the people that you are now responsible to lead. It's a huge commitment and a very rewarding one as well. Leader or aspiring leader, don't miss one single episode. Subscribe to this podcast now and share it with someone you know who might benefit from these lessons.